Welcome to Children of Science and Cats. My name is April and I'm your host. And today we have a very special reoccurring guest, Java John. Hey, April. Hey, everybody. Hey there. Um, this is our second attempt in starting a podcast. We had some recording issues, but I think we're all clear now. I can hear you really well. Ah, uh, praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the <Lydia. laughs> yeah i just want to say this was on my heart this morning to just say um publicly on the podcast how much i love and honor you and p bear and your family and the humility and glory you guys walk in which um is just so super rare and uh just love and honor you guys big time uh, thank you, April. Thank you so much. Yeah, God has really done a lot in our family, um, our spiritual family, and uh, brought us a long way. Uh, we're just thankful for that and what he does through us. And, um, and, and again, I want to honor you, April, too, for the way that you bring people together to show different sides of the Lord's character and uh, expressions and um, I love your unique expression, um, and you bring such a joy, and um, and and you are such a light to all of us. So thank you, April. Thank you so much for the encouragement. That means so much to me. And um, so this is our third podcast, and the second one ended where we were starting to talk about healing. Yeah. And, yes, and Java has been through an extreme. Um, uh, he's been, he has an extreme healing testimony. So we want to chat about that a little bit today and then just wherever the Lord, um, wants to go. So, um, you want to chat some about that? Sure. I'd love to. Um, healing is one of my favorite, um, parts of walking with Jesus. It is one of my favorite parts. Um, uh, just because, you know, I, I, um, I've been healed, um, of a few different things in, in, in my in my time knowing Jesus, and um, and I've seen a lot of healings, so um, it's one of my favorite expressions. Um, <laughs> him, you know, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. You know? but, and then and then I had a, a little journey that that tests that. So um, and 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 it, it tested the goodness of God, and I feel like you know ultimately all of this just comes down to one thing, you know, loving Him, knowing Him. Well, do things, but um, to know him is to love him. So, um, yeah, it all comes down to just knowing him and having that relationship. That's why relationship is so important. You know, you know, um, because in relationship, you, 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 as you know, you you get to walk through life with people, and sometimes by choice, or sometimes because they are put in your life. You know, whether. It's friends or acquaintances or people in business or your children or spouses, whatever. And you, um, you need to uh, uh, learn how to walk through that. And I think we were just talking about, um, you know, Psalm 23, him walking you through the shadow of death, that he's walking through you. I mean, through it, with you. You're not staying there. And um, yeah, I guess my story to start it there is right at that Psalm 23 because you, you know, you're walking through this valley, 
And um, I think the Passion Translation um, says it's like uh, the deepest, darkest valley. Um, it's that it's that really low, dark place, you know. And um, but it's just a shadow. It's just darkness, and <laughs> the light ch chases away darkness. So you walk through that, you get to learn a character and a side of Jesus in a in a deeply intimate way if you allow it, if you let him. And from that place, he launches you way further up the mountain. You know, that's the valley is going from from mountain to mountain, from glory to glory. And so, yeah, I think um, to, I, in order to tell this, I, I, I'll give a little bit of background. It's like, I, um, you know, it, when I first came to Jesus, I, I didn't know people. I didn't know any of the stuff that Jesus did uh, still was happening. I had no grid. Um, I got radically saved uh, on a drive home, um, you know, cursing at God. It was, it was, it was, it was a beautiful moment. Actually, it was powerful for five hours. I did nothing but cry and travail. Wow! Basically, delivered me from, you know, forty-eight years of of stuff. Wow. Um, and you know, I, so I started walking through that process, but it was really just the Holy Spirit walking me through it. So I would be, you know, praying on the beach. Um, you know, on a ride home or something, just learning like what it is to have a relationship with Jesus. Cause like there was, you know, there was a seeker friendly church, but they didn't know what to do with me either. So like the Holy Spirit really showed me how to walk that out. So in that, um, I, I feel like it's one of those tricky moments that he does with us. It's, it's one of those little winks. It's like, I remember sitting on the beach just in, it's like two in the morning, but it's beautiful out the moon shining on the ocean and I'm just sitting there. It was my favorite spot with, um, with Jesus at the time. And um, I remember just having this crazy thought. And even I thought I was, oh, this is crazy. This is way outside the box. It's like, but I'm, I'm just, you know, talking to myself, talking to, to God. And I'm like, God, if you, if you still do, if you still want to do miracles, and, 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 you know, now in my time, Oh, let me be the guy. Let me do healings and stuff like that. If you ever decide to do them again. Wow. <laughs> right. And I had no idea what I was praying because I, you know, I wasn't in church. I didn't grow up in church, so I didn't have any grid, you know. So so oddly enough, you know, now we we actually do healing rooms. <laughs> so, you know, once a month we do healing rooms and, and, and we, we actually teach on healing. We just recently taught at a Brazilian church to taught on healing and words of knowledge and we and we watch where um more than half the congregation got healed we watched jesus take over and heal people before we even prayed for them just giving the words of knowledge they'd stand up and just in the standing up they were getting a hundred percent healed it was crazy and so um so that that's where that that, that prayer led to that moment like two weeks ago so <laughs> pray those prayers you don't know what you're you know you, you never know <laughs> really but there was a journey and it's sort of a valley journey too but it's i we started pushing in and you know i saw my first pinky painful pinky get healed and i thought it was like that was the testimony we shared for like two weeks because we had no other testimonies so like that was a big deal and we saw like three or four healings and i was like well we prayed for about 20 people and i was then i saw todd white's um i saw todd white's testimony about he 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 prayed for what 900 people before he saw his first healing and i'm like 
I looked at Pee Bear and I was like, whoa, we're doing way more awesome than that. <laughs> Three out of 20, woo! <laughs> yeah. So we just went on a journey just to see what Jesus, it says, we, you know, Jesus is perfect theology, right? So we, we, we should be walking us out. It said it in the Bible. So that's what we did. We went on a journey to figure it out. And, you know, my back got radically healed with our first life group. Um, they prayed for me. Um, I couldn't even walk. I couldn't lay down for like two weeks. And literally they prayed. And the Lord told me to just get on my knees and worship. And so they, we put on worship and I got on my knees and I was a, actually able to get down on my knees. And then I was able to get up with no pain. And from that point on, I realized it's real. You know, when, when, when it happens to you, you're like, oh, yeah, this is real. You can see it happen and you know it's real, but there's a revelation that happens. And, and at that point, we started seeing way more. God, you you know, flowing through us way more than we ever had before. So, um, so uh, fast forward a little bit, we we started healing. Like we we got trained in Bethel Healing Rooms for a uh, Jesus conference in 2016, and we, and we did it again in 2017, where we saw like four we had 400 people in line waiting for healing, and there wasn't enough of us really in the you know it was mostly my spiritual family and a handful of Bethel people, and we we got through it. It was it was crazy. And um, we just saw the craziest miracles happen. Deaf ears open. Um, we saw uh, blind eyes open, um, just backs heal, you name it. It was just, just wild things. People getting out of wheelchairs. It was just wild. And then right after that, literally that was the that was the last day of the conference um it was the you know between the afternoon and the evening session and so you know 400 people it took way more than just an hour and a half break it took like almost three hours so we, we walked in the middle of worship and um you know man worship was just the sweetest worship i ever had sweetest was the most powerful worship i've ever been in because i i was coming from a place of seeing all these miracles and, and knowing that he used me because there's no way i could have done any of that stuff and and i just got to be a part of it and um the very next day i go home i had no voice and um you know no voice so i called uh an ent <laughs> Um, made an appointment. He looked. And he's like, "Well, you have you have a mass on your vocal cord, and so um, I can I can take that out. That's what it's going to require." And I'm like, um, "Okay." So we the the week the week of Thanksgiving, the week before Thanksgiving, I had the surgery. Took it out. Didn't take very long. Didn't. It, he said it didn't come back cancerous at all. Everything was good to go. Um, and so my, because it was Thanksgiving, my follow-up was, was um, the week after. So it was like two weeks later, go for the follow-up. And it actually grew back larger in that two-week period. Oh, my gosh. And he looked at me and says, I don't know what to do. He's like, I'm going to have to send you to a specialist. She's the top, in the top three of the nation, if not the world. And she's at Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville. Do you want to go? I'm like, well, I guess I, I don't have an option other than, um, Jesus. And so I might as well go through the process um, and just pray because I know he's going to heal me. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so that's what we did. So, um, so that was, you know, the week after Thanksgiving. Well, I had my surgery the week before Christmas. She said the same thing. She says, yeah, that's a mess. It's got to come out. It doesn't look like it's cancerous. It looks benign by looks, but we'll have it 
we'll have it tested. And I was like, well, the other guy tested it and they said it wasn't. And she's like, okay, great. So I had my second surgery right before Christmas, but she said, do not speak for two weeks. You learn a lot about people when you can't be in the conversation. I was just about to ask that. What what was that physically like? Because obviously your your mind, you're still thinking you have needs, you're but you can't verbalize that. Um wow, it really teach you, teaches you humility, mm. patience. Um, mm. you realize that what I have to say really isn't that important in the end. Wow. Because you know me, um, but you know, probably the people that, that are listening don't for the most part, is that, you know, I, I have this, I have this like little, this humor that, that, that can be very witty and um, punny. And they're, 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 it's all about timing. You know, you just toss them in in the, in the middle of the conversation because the time's there, it's off of what's being said, right? So it's all timing. Well, yeah, I was still having those, except by the time you write it on a board or on a piece of paper and then show anybody, the moment's gone. So I no longer can express, I couldn't express, you know, um, you know, humor. Um, I, 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 the conversations were moving too fast. I couldn't, I couldn't keep up. It was just, matter of fact, it was just got to the point where I had to accept that. And I sat back. I was able to watch people and see where they're coming from. I, I was able to see their hearts even more um, and, and, and discern uh, things I had never discerned before. It really sharpened my discernment. Because you're just, you, you, you're just in the room and you're, you're just watching. And the biggest thing I realized is that we, we as humans, a lot of times we just we, we waste a lot of words. We just say a lot of stuff that in the end it's, you know, it's you know, it's like, hey, and it's not that it's not important to hear people talk, but it's like some of the things that, that were, you know, that in conversations are like, that is just really not that, you know, we really waste a lot of our, and I do the same thing. So I was just like, wow. So for a while there, I was very to the point, very, um, I just, I went, I went deep quickly. <laughs> people are into that. So um, yeah, it was interesting. So I went through that period of time. And then, of course, it was Christmas and New Year's. So my follow-up wasn't until right after New Year's, that first week of January. And um, so I went and, uh, okay, she, the good news was it was gone completely with the surgery. And then she, yes. said, then she dropped the bomb and said, yeah, but pathology came back and it was cancer. And that was the key thing. She said it was cancer because it's gone, right? She says, I recommend radiation. So I didn't want to do radiation. So I prayed and prayed and prayed. Peter and I prayed. Um, and, you know, we, we had our friends praying. And, I, and there was a few prophetic words that confirmed what I was feeling in my heart. Because prophetic words really should confirm what you're hearing from the Lord. And so, you know, we shouldn't be waiting just for prophetic words for somebody to get direction. We should, they should, they're designed really, in the end, more to just confirm what the Lord's saying to you. So, so I got those and um, I felt like I wasn't supposed to do radiation. So I'm going to give you the short version. So, um, cause it's a way cool story, but um, just because of the time that we have, I want to honor that is that, you know, I, I just felt I'm not supposed to do radiation. Um, even to drive up there, we got confirming <laughs> visions and words and things that happened that were just insane. Um, 
insanely cool from the Lord. And um, I didn't do radiation. And I was cancer-free for over a year. And then, mm. then um, I went for a follow-up and she said, you know what? I'm not liking what I'm seeing. She goes, I'm going to have to, I want to do a biopsy on what's there. And, and I remember from the other surgeries that in order to do a biopsy on a vocal cord, it's a full surgery. Mm-hmm. So I was facing my third vocal cord surgery. Well, there's not a lot of margin. There's not a lot going on in your vocal cord. You just, you know, there's just not a, a lot to, to, to maneuver around. So they, I, I finally prayed about it and decided, okay, well, let's do the biopsy, see where we're at. And, um, so I had the biopsy and then, uh, in the middle of the biopsy, she sent it up to pathology and had two labs, two different people do uh, a test on it while I was still under because it was like, you know, it's a full surgery. So she decided to do that. I didn't know she was going to do that. And both of them came back separately as, um, cancer. And um, so she went ahead and did the surgery, did as much as she can do. Um, and then she said, you, you, I, and she was a believer. So she's like, I know what you believe and I know how you are. I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend you do radiation. So, you know, again, can't talk for two weeks. <laughs> And then right after I was able to talk, we actually got ordained. And I'm like, I had these promises from the Lord. And all those promises were like to to come. And I'm like, well, I have promises from the Lord. That means I'm gonna I'm gonna see those. So I had that. And so when I would this is more of a faith, this is more of the walking through the valley story than it is anything else. And so I feel like somebody needs to hear this. So I just want to keep going a little bit further. And I feel like my first, my first instinct is I'm going to just press into the Lord. I, I've been trained in healing rooms. We run a monthly healing room here in our local town. Um, we do it. We do healing rooms once a month. We have people come in. We see healings. Um, we've seen a lot of things. I've, I've personally seen stage four lung cancer healed. We prayed for him. Come. He broke in the sweat, started vibrating like he was encountering the Lord to the point of just falling, screaming on the floor. And then three months later, went for um, a scan and he was completely, they they were like, there's nothing here. (laughs) So I've seen cancer healed. That's not the only one. So like, I know he heals, you know, so, so this is, this is my thought process. This is my faith. And I was like, well, I can, I can, I was, I was thinking, I'm not going to do duration. I know God. I know he's my healer. I know Psalm 91. I've been praying it, you know, like, you know, how can, it's, it's, here it is. It's Psalm 91 uh, verses in the Passion. It's nine and 10, but it's uh, when we live our lives within the shadow of the most high, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could Mm -hmm. evil prevail against me or disease infect me? Well, it's us in the the Bible, but I I was reading it to me. How can disease infect me? Okay. And it comes from rest. And so I was resting. And, and, you know, as you get history with the Lord, 
that 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 uh, that faith and that trust it, it turns into trust. Faith turns into trust, and trust is that place of rest. And so you're just trusting Him, and you rest. You know, you turn it over to Him. That's why he says not to worry. So I was doing that. A friend of mine, uh, Jason Lee Jones, um, after my second surgery and I couldn't talk, I wrote, he, he showed me he had uh, stage 4B throat cancer. So we were going through the same thing um, at different times. And so Psalm 91 was a thing that we did for one another. And I know Mama Heidi prayed over him um, at least once a week, you know, Psalm 91 and just prayed over it so that we were doing that for each other and building each other up. It's really important to have people that can, that can um, get behind you and let, and, and, and be and walk this out with you in a physical way. Yeah. But That's in the end, yes. you're going to come to a place where I came in radiation. So, so basically my thought process was, okay, I just ordained. I got, I, I know I'm supposed to be, doing something so that means i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get to the other side jesus said take get in the boat and go to the other side well you know in that command we talked about this before in the command is the ability to fulfill itself so like oh i'm gonna be doing this and i just got ordained so i know i'm gonna get to the other side so I, i'm not gonna do the radiation but then i was like praying and praying and and my voice was well, I mean, it, it, it wasn't improving so um i was like uh we, I didn't really have the money to fly out. To, I was like, my first thought was, I'll go to Bethel Healing Rooms. I know people get healed there. We were trained there. I'm going to go there. We didn't quite have the money. And you know, the week of, um, in one week, we had enough money for both Peter and I to fly out, do the healing rooms for, for a couple weeks. Did that, got in the environment. My neck got healed. And I'm thinking, well, my neck, wow. and I'm, I'm sure he's healed that. But the thing is, well, Lord, if this is completely healed and I don't have to do radiation, then um, then restore my voice so I have a way to know. And, and you know, yes. so basically a fleece, but it's like, hey, it's a practical fleece, you know. Yes. You know, and so because I know radiation is it's no joke, and um, I didn't really want to go through that. Um, but I also understood that if 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 it came back again, they wouldn't be able to do another surgery. And um, once you radiation, they can't do it again there, and they can't do chemo there; it's ineffective. So basically, I have one shot. If this what if I didn't get it this time, and, and I didn't get healed from the Lord, uh, and it and it came back, they would take they would take my whole voice box and everything. Oh right. Gosh. So I'm like. Well, I don't know if I can shut up. Two weeks was killing me. So I don't know if I could do that to risk. I'm like, <laughs> no, I took it seriously. So I went out, came back, and um, I realized my voice wasn't getting better. But I figured, well, I'll give them a couple more weeks. I kept pushing the radiation off. And I kept pushing them back and pushing them back. And finally, I got into that zone where you got to do it now. And so... Um, I did. And the day I was going in for my first one, I went into the bathroom, washed my hands, um, just to just wash my face, just to refresh before I went in. And I was like, Lord, I can do this. I, I, I have faith for this. I can do, I don't need to do the radiation. I believe in you. And he's like, yeah, basically, you know, comforting me like, yeah, I know, but it'll take you more faith to, to go through it than it would not to go through it at this point. And I'm like, 
oh wow <laughs> so i did i did radiation every day for six weeks and um they don't really tell you the full story ever when you go through that but i will i will i'll give you the condensed version when you get to week four and five it, it keeps perpetuating and the um, effects of radiation build on itself and so you're, 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 they're literally burning your, they were burning the inside of my throat and vocal cords. The outside was, the, the flesh was coming out. It was gross. I won't go there, but it was really bad um, inside and out. It got to the point where I, I, it, it was so dried out and burnt that I was choking um, violently. And I blew out ribs and blacking out and pretty much died twice in that process, choking to death. And, and, you know, the Lord brought me through that. And um, what they don't tell you is I, I, I was just trying to make it to that last appointment. And I did. And it, it was it was probably that was the first time I blacked out was before I went in for the last appointment. But I was determined they didn't even want me to do the last week. And I was like, I'm going for it. I, and I, every time I was in radiation, I just prayed to the Lord. You know, I just pray, you're the light. You, you. You radiate. All all light radiates mm -hmm. from you. And I said, you, and so, and, and I was like, so your light is radiating through my vocal cords. So I was really just praying that that, that was his light going through. And so um, that's how I got through that. And, and literally the worst part of radiation is that week after, the two weeks after for me, I couldn't swallow water or food. Um, I couldn't swallow anything. So they had to put me on IV infusion with multivitamins and stuff in it um, because I wouldn't let them put a feeding tube in it because I know what that means, you know, and I'm like, no. And so I was like, no, the Lord's going to heal me. I don't need a feeding tube for whoever knows how long. So I was, uh, so I, I, I went through that and, um, you know, basically almost didn't survive that process. And your energy level is gone. And I can remember my whole my whole life for almost two months was how do I how do I get to the next moment? And it was a great day when I got out of bed and made it to the couch. And sometimes it would take me four hours just to get from the couch to the kitchen, <laughs> and then another four hours to get back into the living room on the couch. And like that that was my life for for quite a few weeks, almost two months. Um, and I would get a ride to IV infusion. That was three, three, three hours a day, you know, you know, so, um, that was my life. It was really simple. Um, you know, you're, you're just going from moment to moment and suddenly, you know, when you turn, what they don't tell you is, um, what we, what people don't realize, um, is that you, that was a really comforting place. I know this sounds weird, but when, all you have to focus on is your next moment. You get used to that. And there's no other cares, no other worries, no other focus. You know, it's him and that's it. Those, those moments on the couch um, every day when I couldn't get anywhere else, which just sitting with him, I couldn't really worship. But he, he, he sat with me and showed me a whole different way to worship him, to be with him. And, 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 um, it was such a deep, precious moment. I would have, I, I, to this day, I never would choose that route ever wow. for anybody. But I also would have never 
gotten to know him in the way I know him now if I didn't go through that valley with him. And I just would just lean on him and, and, and just believe in Psalm 91. I believed every word of it. It was coming alive. It was what I was experiencing. It was like, there's, I know him. And you know what? I got to the point where I know people like, oh, you know, to live is Christ, to die is gain, you know, all that stuff, you know, and, and that's great. And we, we really do think we believe that. But when you actually are facing that moment of choking to death and, and it's a real possibility, um, it becomes extremely real for you. And that's where, that's where you realize if you're having a, a crisis of faith or not. Is like, you need to lean on him. You need to lean on him. It, this is where your faith, the rubber meets the road, so to speak. You're like, okay, I, I, I'm ready to go. I'm good. I know where I'm going. I want to be with my daddy. I'm good. My concern was as long as P Bear's good and we prayed about it, she understood and she watched me go through this. And so she was good with that. She knew. And uh, we, were, we were ready. I was ready to either be with him or to continue on and fulfill what he had for me. So um, really, the healing came in that way with faith. It came in my heart. It kept in knowing him. And without that encounter, without an encounter with him, like a powerful, deep encounter and experiencing him, you know, and combined with knowing the word, you know, it's like, but without knowing him personally, um, knowing he's real, uh, you know, having faith to get through that is, is difficult. I don't know how people get through it without it, but it, it, for me, um, I'm just, I'm just thankful he walked through it with me and I, I love him for that. I love, have a deeper, um, more intimate understanding and knowing that, that knowing like a man loves his wife, that intimate knowing of him and his faithfulness he provided the whole time and so through that i got through the radiation and um uh you know i i survived that but at that moment it stopped being from moment to moment it got it became like okay now i i should go try to get out to the store and buy some food and some liquid kind of food <laughs> and, um, and then yeah. gradually come out of it i had one moment where it was like, it was, a, it was just a, a fleeting thought, but it was a defining moment. And I, I know it through and through. And I knew it right, right at that moment. I just knew this is a defining moment. It was like, I, I had this sudden realization, like, oh my gosh, I, I, I'm going to have to start thinking about doing things and, and getting out of the house and, and going back to work and all that stuff. And all of a sudden it's like the responsibility, everything else, all of a sudden life got complicated again and that it, it's the comfort of moment to moment because i i am going through something um that i had cancer and i had radiation that that comfort of moment to moment was appealing and it, and it was like oh yeah. yeah i just want to stay in that cocooned state that was the defining moment i could have just in that split second just went yeah I, i'm just gonna this is who I am. It's comfortable. Or I'm going to fight for this and I'm going to get my healing all the way. I'm going to go for it. And that was a defining moment. And I feel like so many people 
it becomes her identity, it becomes that comfort of, oh, this is all I have to do to solve the force. It's a comfortable little cocoon to be in. I know it sounds weird, but it was that. And, I, and, I, and, and it was that anxiety feeling of thinking about moving forward. But I was like, I'm going for it. I'm grabbing my healing. I'm going for it. And at that moment, things started to progress. My neck literally healed within a day. And it was like opened wounds and it actually closed up within a day and it was like that even the doctors were like what and um uh when i finally went for my um my follow-up she's like wow you're doing good but let's check you again in two months i went back in two months she's like wow you're you're where most of my patients are in two years Wow. And so she's like, yeah, you're, you're doing great. You know? And I went, you know, and so through that process, he he literally, I had accelerated healing. He did it. He did the healing. That's healing. Healing is healing really is. It could be a week. It could be a day. It could be an hour. It could be minutes. It could be months, but you are healing. He is healing you. Everybody wants to see miracles, which are instant healings. And that that's all we always go after first. Right. But but yeah, he healed that and he healed me from the radiation. And that, the, the effects of the radiation still continue. Matter of fact, they say at least two years and I'm not even on two years yet. And I get tired, you know, you're going through it. You know, I, I have compassion for people that I've gone through radiation. Um, but you, you know, your, your whole life crumbles around you, relationships crumbling around you, but the Lord was healing all of that and empowering all of it. And he was with, with it with me in it all he didn't cause it but he was there for it and he made good with it and so um i just feel like somebody needs to hear that like don't give up on him in this process i mean you can get mad at him he's he's a big god he's not he's bigger than your anger he's bigger than your anger but don't Stay there. He's on your side. He gets you from glory to glory. He gets you through the valley to the mountain. And he launches you way further up the mountain than you would have gotten on your own in that moment. And then he's going to toss you to the next big one. So you, you just stay with him. He's what gets you through it. You get to get, he, he makes it so that you, you richly and abundantly experience him in a way that gets you through the very thing that's trying to kill you. Yeah. And as you were talking, um, I felt like I kept seeing the state of Oklahoma. I don't know if there's somebody that's from that state or somebody that's called to that state that's going to be listening in. But there's there's someone this message is for that's connected to the state of Oklahoma. Um, it's, it, it's just the strangest thing. I can't get it off my mind. So uh, whoever that's for, um, when you listen in, if you're comfortable with messaging for prayer, either Java or me, uh, we will gladly uh, pray with you and, and reach out yes. and whatever you need. But there's somebody that's going to listen in um, that's connected to that state. So Java, I wanted to ask you, did at any point, did you, did you completely lose hope or did it, did it diminish or, you know, what was that like? I can only imagine the, you know, like you said, living for moments. Yeah, I mean, you, you begin to appreciate life in a whole different way from a whole different perspective. People in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people that came the first two weeks of my radiation that would just stop by. 
and encourage me and do all that. And things would show up at my door the day before I needed them. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, just the crazy wow. stories of provision. I mean, th- th- this is, there's so much to this story, but um, no, you know, I, I, I had him and I just kept leaning on him. He's all I had. And I was okay with that. I was okay with just it's just him. It comes down to the the question when that, that we're asked when about salvation or when somebody's just coming to the Lord and then I have spiritual warfare and all that. But is Jesus enough for you? The real test is when you have nothing. Okay. Not even not even a guarantee of the next moment. Are uh, is Jesus enough for you? <laughs> And in this verse, Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing. So by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. And so the hope today, I feel April, I want to to just say one more thing. And then I, I feel like we're supposed to pray healing for everyone listening, including you. Yes. And I feel like, I feel like yes. don't give up on him. This is the enemy trying to keep you from him. Don't give up on him. He is your strength. He is your strength. He says, don't fear a thing. Why? Why does he say that so much in there? He says, be bold, be courageous. Why? Because he lives inside of you. Okay? He lives inside of you. Do you not think that he's not feeling, he doesn't know what you're going through? Look what he went through on the cross. Okay? He died for us. So, you know, what you're going through, he's going through it with you. And he'll get you through it. Yes, right before this uh, podcast, I was messaging um, Java. I have um, something going on in my health, and I'm not exactly sure what it is. And uh, I said, you know, it's interesting we're talking about healing today because recently I've had something with extreme tiredness and just all of these weird symptoms and my mind goes back to something I've already been healed from years ago I'm like no I don't accept this this coming back and so I was asking for prayer and so um like you said I think when you come to that place of that crossroads and not this is in no way um anywhere near what you went through and what you walked through but like you're saying with any dark situation we deal with, I feel like you come to a crossroads of where your that true anchor is and you can go one way or the other and you can continually look at him and keep being steadfast and steady with him. Or you can look the other way and start going that route of fear and doubt. And um, like you said, anger and all of those things, but it's a choice. And it's a, it's a choice. And, you know, like you said, with you, it was a moment by moment and then day by day and choice. But um, I think sometimes like what you were saying, we, we can think, okay, this is the way God's done it before with healing or um, so this is the way he's going to do it now. Like your story, like what you were saying and and not that you um, thought that or put it that way, but 
you know, you're saying, okay, God, I believe you for healing. I believe, but sometimes he chooses things, um, healing in different ways. And it might be different every single time the way that he wants to do it. I feel like that's for somebody. Um, but that crossroads of just being steady and steadfast and just continually looking at him, no matter what, and keep hope in him, no matter what. So, so just, just briefly before I start praying, it's like, um, you know, he's used all things for good. Okay. And I, I actually, even when I couldn't speak and I was getting IV infusion and I, it was all I could do to even sit up. Um, I got to pray for one of the nurse's arms to be healed. Um, somebody else that had a, a different kind of throat issue. I prayed for them to get healing. All their pain went away. Um, uh, he, he used me. I, I, I still, I, I still made myself available. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just him, you know, and you get to show Jesus wherever you go through whatever you do, but he was still using me in that process and he will use this and we gain authority over everything we overcome. So if you now that I've overcome cancer, I have a greater authority over it. And so that, that's probably the first thing we want to pray for for everybody right now, April is just right now, if you're struggling with cancer or you're going through radiation and, um, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to pray to the Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, I just pray right now in the authority of Jesus that all cancer must bow to the name of Jesus at the feet of Jesus. I bind you to the contract in the blood of Jesus at the cross. I bind you to that contract. It is not allowed in heaven. It is not allowed in that body. Right now, in Jesus' name, I command cancer, I rebuke you, and I curse you, and I command you to leave right now in the name of Jesus. Cancer, you will go. You will dissolve. You will shrivel up. You will leave in Jesus' name. All the effects of it be totally reversed and restored. If you're in radiation, I command all the effects of the radiation to to be nullified in Jesus' name. All all the, the bad effects of it must go there would be complete healing and restoration right now in jesus name the effects that just drag you down all the negative effects i i i command them to reverse right now in jesus name and april i just pray for you quickly i just pray for what you have going on i don't know you didn't really tell me what was going on but i had this sense that it might be something to do with circulation i might be wrong about that but i just want to pray against that right now i just want to pray against (laughs) yeah that cold hands no go now in jesus name (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah we laugh at you because you can't be there so you might as well go now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> April, be healed in the name. I speak directly to your body, April, and I say, April's body, you be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All the effects of it must go you, now in Jesus' name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I feel like backs, backs are something that I've been seeing a lot healed. And so I'm just going to pray for everyone that has back pain, whether it's fused, um, fused spine, um, metal, doesn't matter. We've seen it healed. We've seen people get radically healed and be, be able to bend over when, when they had metal all up and down there. They couldn't even bend a, a little bit, bend right over. And so... Um, that's just a quick testimony of that. So I'm just going to release the testimony of backs being healed right now. So it doesn't matter what your back problem is. Jesus will heal it right now. And so right now I, I prayed, I commanded, he says, heal the sick. So right now I'm, I'm speaking to the backs out there. Of Jesus, I command all pain to leave all discomfort to leave. I, I speak complete restoration of the spine, the discs, the nerves, the ligaments and the tendons, everything come into alignment. And I'm seeing one, two, three, four. So divine alignment of the spine yeah. and all. I saw one. So yes. I just I saw command yep. backs, you be healed, be loosed in Jesus' name. Test it out. Test it out as soon as you can. Do something you couldn't do before, and then let April know. Let April know uh, the testimony, so that because the testimony releases it again, and you're going to help somebody be healed from that. Yes, I just feel um, God wants to heal allergies. I know it's it's might not seem like anything just extreme, but He cares about everything from the cold to allergies, to whatever it might be. So someone is dealing with some kind of uh, allergies that's really annoying. God, we just thank you for healing. Healing is the children's bread. We thank you for healing over allergies. We thank you for healing over fibromyalgia. We thank you for healing over kidney issues, God. We command you to work properly in Jesus' name. No more kidney issues. Yeah, yeah I just pray right now for uh, hearing. Loss of hearing, ringing in the ears. Right now, I feel like I, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm getting a flow through my ears right now. It's, uh, so I believe he he really wants to 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 heal hearing problems right now. In the name of Jesus, we just command ears to open in Jesus' name. Any ringing or anything like that must leave. It must stop and cease right now. In the name of Jesus. I, I, got, I feel like he's healing knees as well. He's restoring meniscus and um, ligaments and tendons. I feel like he's just all the pain is going to leave. Your knees will be completely healed. Necks, again, we're right back to the back. Um, and also elbows. He's healing elbows and wrists. And the name, so we say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And we, just, we just command all pain to go. And complete 100% healing in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Yes. And anyone that listens in, if, if that's you, um, please message us if you receive healing, when you receive healing, and um, just reach out to us. We would love to hear your testimony. It builds faith for others. And um, we would just love to, to chat with you and connect with you. But um Java, as always, this has been so, so amazing. Um, thank you for sharing your story of healing and of you drawing closer to the Lord. And um, 
I, I, I'm kind of hung up on you saying, you know, you, you live moment by moment and how it, it drew you closer to him. So we just ask God for you to just continually draw us all to that place of moment by moment, just living day by day, hearing your voice and loving you well and loving others well from that. But, um, love and honor you guys greatly. And yeah. Thank you, April. And I so, just want so to release one more word of knowledge as I, as we end this, it's, uh, I felt really strongly is healing, um, stomach issues and digestive issues. And I, a lot of people are struggling with that. And so right now be healed in the name of Jesus, digestive system come into alignment and be perfectly healed. And April, thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time. I know this went long, but um, I feel like people need that healing. And Jesus took day, all day long as people came to him and everyone that came to him was healed. And so everyone coming to this podcast, listening that, that the Holy Spirit led you to this podcast, um, maybe to receive your healing. So just receive it right now and share the testimony. And uh, I just pray for all of you to be blessed. And thank you, April, so much. Thank you so much, Job. Thank you guys for listening in. And we hope you've experienced God's love, joy, and rest. And uh, again, if you've experienced that healing, please send us a message. We would love to pray with you and connect with you. But many blessings to you all. Thank you.